Hola, that's Spanish for hello, but the rest of the podcast will be in English. Comprendo? This is a rebroadcast of episode 5 from season 2, first released on October 5th, 2021. Unlike the original release, this episode includes both poems read and heard a second time without any commentary between after the normal end to the episode for those whom it pleases. Season 3 will begin before the coming summer solstice. If you want more of my content before then, or anytime really, visit orinmore.com for more. You see what I did there. You do. Now, let's go get some of that whoa, wow, via poetry's power. Welcome back, or for the first time, I'm Orrin Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard. May this move you in a good way and give you that whoa, wow feeling of wonder within for what the world offers without. And if it does, please rate, review, share, discuss, and subscribe to the pod. Talk about it with your friends. Word of mouth is good. It also involves talking with your friends, which is good. I just want people to enjoy poetry. Let's go. The theme today is currents. Currents are movement of matter, a distinct flowing of things, be they air, water, electrons, or any other currents we use English to speak or write about. Speaking of currents, I break from the normal and brief podcast intro format to note here that this current season of Two Poems Read and Heard has a conceptual flow to it, with each episode connecting to the previous and next episodes, and in a broader scope, like a concept album, each episode in this season can be viewed as part of a whole with a current or flow to it. Yeah, so if you're wondering how deep we're going to go, the answer is deep. Real deep. How deep? Deeper. And then deeper still. This is poetry. And that's the point. See, for example, last episode's theme of air and the next episode's theme of night followed by an episode on mourning. I will speak to this more later, but choose not to explain it outright, for, as with poetry, the interpretation should be left to the reader or listener. So for now and without further ado, let's get into this episode's core and current. Our first poem today is titled Navigator and was written by Rachel Richardson, an American poet born and raised in Berkeley, California. The Poetry Foundation has described her poetry as investigating the disjunctions of remembered and recorded history. Of her approach, Richardson notes that, quote, there's a lot to be taken from the field, from places where you may not have realized that the material was worth anything, end quote. I could not determine Richardson's age, though I will say that the pictures of her indicate that she is both relatively young and clearly beautiful. She is the author of the poetry collections Copperhead, 2011, and Hundred Year Wave, 2016. Navigator. Let's say I'm Captain Cook, setting sail to drift until currents push me into a certain lane, certain highway, with its hump-backed traffic bobbing along. My young aren't strapped in the back, flinging Cheerios into the crevices like a game of darts, but moored in the house with my patient wife, so I can seek my destiny here, and I have no destination not the friendly center or aquarium. I journey only to find a usable route. I'm stewing the bones a fourth time to leach any last savor for my broth, 
not gumming pirate birthday cake with a seafoam-colored frosting, nor placing my order at the drive-thru. No, not a Frosty, not a McRib. Place names are still to be scrawled, new minted to mark this passage, its weather and bits of luck. The usable routes of Velvet Highway I'll trace to parchment. A new day, a new world. Not the GPS lady recalculating. These words held in my mouth. These words a way to inscribe. We are not lost in a vast expanse of lostness. As it happens, I'm working on a collection of poems titled Poems Hunted and Gathered that links our pre-industrial past with that of current times. Not surprisingly then, Richardson's use of this same idea drew me into this poem immediately as she connects with the past via the 18th century British explorer and navigator, Captain Cook, and then highlights the striking differences through specifics of a current day road trip. The differences in these experiences are striking in this juxtaposition as the poet calls out our softness and our reliance in interactions with drive-throughs and play-acting pirate life with pirate birthday cake, our lack of ever having to stew the bones a fourth time. No, our current day, says this poem and poet, is different from the current days of Captain Cook's life and to the actual currents we rely on. He's setting sail until currents of ocean and wind push him if God help him, onto a usable route. Our modern currents and directions? They are read to us via GPS lady, leading us to forget how to get places we've already been. And then, of course, this wouldn't be a two-poems-read-and-heard podcast true to form if we did not discuss the final turn to the poem's end, coming in the tercet, quote, These words held in my mouth. These words a way to describe... We are not lost in a vast expanse of lostness. What is Rachel Richardson getting at with this? I'll note here that she italicized, quote, a usable route earlier when writing, quote, I journey only to find a usable route. She too italicizes, we are not lost. Again, quote, these words held in my mouth. These words a way to inscribe, we are not lost in a vast expanse of lostness. I have thoughts on this, but the poem covers them all. And it is my current belief that you can tell if you are lost in a vast expanse of lostness that can be found in our current times. Current day takes on new meaning and depth when we realize it can be the current, the flow of the day that is happening now. Perhaps you've already thought about this. If you have, you should write some stuff down, maybe make a podcast, I don't know. So then, we're literally in the current of the day, in the current day, like being in the current of a river at the current moment. The poem that I wrote and will read next is titled, The Ways Rivers Always Run, and uses yes rivers to begin. This poem began after, as you may guess, spending time on a river. In my case, it was the Southern Kern River of California. 
the ways rivers always run. Of course, as an idea you know, but in and on it for the day, the way we see it flow and flow, no matter how long the stay, the water coming fast or slow, no matter what we say, it keeps coming and coming, of course you know. And only when it stops running to help a lake or ocean grow does it stop coming, finding calm that gravity and time sow. We are made of rivers too, and when they stop, so do you. Even as the river always runs, feeding the deep lakes and oceans for those coming. What are your favorite currents? Can you be in them more? Now the two poems read and heard will be read and heard again without any commentary in between for those whom it pleases. Navigator. Let's say I'm Captain Cook, setting sail to drift until currents push me into a certain lane, certain highway, with its hump-backed traffic bobbing along. My young aren't strapped in the back, flinging Cheerios into the crevices like a game of darts, but moored in the house with my patient wife, so I can seek my destiny here, and I have no destination not the friendly center or aquarium. I journey only to find a usable route. I'm stewing the bones a fourth time to leach any last savor for my broth, not gumming pirate birthday cake with a sea foam colored frosting, nor placing my order at the drive-through. No, not a Frosty, not a McRib. Place names are still to be scrawled, new minted to mark this passage, its weather and bits of luck. The usable routes of velvet highway I'll trace to parchment. A new day, a new world. Not the GPS lady recalculating. These words held in my mouth. These words a way to inscribe. We are not lost in a vast expanse of lostness. the ways rivers always run. Of course, as an idea you know, but in and on it for the day, the way we see it flow and flow, no matter how long the stay, the water coming fast or slow, no matter what we say, it keeps coming and coming, of course you know. And only when it stops running to help a lake or ocean grow, does it stop coming finding calm that gravity and time sow. We are made of rivers too, and when they stop, so do you. Even as the river always runs, 
feeding the deep lakes and oceans for those coming. <laughs> 